1: <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just The Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I am thrilled that you guys are here with us today. We've got an amazing show lined up for you. If you are somebody who is experiencing a change in your world in any way, shape, or form, this is the show for you. We've got an amazing guest here today who's gonna help you learn how to start from zero, pivot, or build on an existing idea so that you can still grow and scale your business even in these uncertain times. And I'm joined by an amazing co-host, the one, the only, bearded wonder from the United Kingdom, riding into the studio right now on his white noble steed, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dean Holland.
0: <laughs> ah, there we go. How are we doing, James? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Now we got over the technical hurdles.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, see, this is, these are the things that our audience doesn't know. Right. The work behind the scenes. The work behind the scenes. The putting up with Dean's crackly <laughs> microphone that we had to troubleshoot with our guest, thank God. he's uh, He was helping us do that. So nobody even knows that happened. So that's why we have to right. tell you guys. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, exactly. So I am, uh, I am very excited for our guest today. You know, I think there's been a lot of good shows that we've had recently. But I think the ones that are really important to me are the ones that give people something tangible right. that they can do right now, even with like all the craziness that's going on in the world.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah.
1: And so, uh, so with no further ado, I'd like to welcome Dane Maxwell to this show, author of Start From Zero, Build Your Own Business, Experience True Freedom. Welcome to the show, Dane. Let's do this. <laughs> there we go. That's what I'm talking about. How's it going, man?
2: I'm good. I am good. Great! Now that, Dean, well, now that Dean's got his mic fixed, just, right. we'll just, just
1: kidding. It was ZenCaster. Right. We'll just spend <laughs> the first ten minutes talking about shaming Dean and his microphone.
0: Right. <laughs> it's probably not the last time I'm going to annoy you both. <laughs>
1: oh, good. Well, that wasn't annoying for me. Right. Well, it was for me. For what it's worth. So. Uh, anyway, so Dane, glad to have you here, man. So start from zero. Let me let me rewind the clock here a little bit. When did you start from zero, and what was that like? Right out of college, parents' basement. Started buying and selling
2: websites, flipping them. And that was really, really uh, terrifying, actually. Because you don't know exactly what you're buying until you get it. What kind of websites were you buying? Oh, like just little... resizedpictures.com was the first one. It would, MySpace didn't do photo resizing when you uploaded it. Like you had to like get your photo ready before you uploaded to MySpace. Right. <laughs> so...
1: My space. That's MySpace. a word I didn't expect to hear today. Yeah. Well, that's how, old, that's how old
2: I am. I don't really feel too old. 36, but I'd say, so I bought that for like 600 bucks, flipped it a year later for three grand and made six grand in ads on it. So, I mean, it was crazy, crazy money for me. Right. Uh, then I got scammed on one site real bad. And uh, so I had $123 to my name. Could I put everything in this
1: website? Was that uh, DeanHolland.com? Was that the one that didn't work out? <laughs> <laughs> no, this a guy by the name of it was actually it was actually a guy that finally got arrested. Oh really?
2: Yeah. I after um after I got scammed by him, I went ape crazy on like legal research and trying to like figure out how to sue him and and then I just realized it's just too much negative energy, so I let it go. Yeah. And then the next next week I saw the same website copy pasted for sale again. Oh no.
1: From the same guy?
2: Yeah. Oh wow. So I registered like a Diana James at Yahoo and pretended to be interested and <laughs> had the same thing go down. So I had two data sets and so I had all this data and I gave it to an attorney. He's like, dude, even with all this data, this is probably not going to be worth your time. Right. And I was right. like, okay, cool. So I let it go and that guy ended up getting arrested. Philip Shinnon, fuck you. Wow. <laughs> just, just kidding, man. I forgive you. Are we close
1: on this? You need to I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if he, he is forgiven. It didn't. It sounded like you're still a little bit right. Angry. But that's okay. So <laughs> I think this. I think this is the first show where we've actually had a call out like that. Right. That's fantastic.
2: Let's let me be honest. Yeah. I don't even know if that's his real name. Yeah, he was so friendly. He's like, can you, can you give me the 12 grand? I got a remodel uh, remodeling my deck. I need to get that money from my deck right away. I'm like, Oh God. Get, okay. Yeah. Here's the 12 grand. Get your deck done. Oh, <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. yeah, that's amazing. So, um, so when, so what did you, so I mean you lost your shirt on that deal. How did you turn things back around by asking people what their problems were? Yeah, you know it's you know, it interesting. I uh,
2: I think I'm naive enough to be successful. That's what I want to say. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean like nobody would have probably bought spent twelve grand on a site that had like six grand a month in income. That's how that's how green I was. I was 22. It's twelve grand for a site that made two hundred dollars a day in AdSense income. You buy the site. You start making two hundred dollars a day. You're like, oh my god! I don't never, never have to work a day in my life. This is great. This is great.
1: This
2: is great. And then, like, I like walk upstairs. I'm like showing off to my parents. I'm like, hey, Dad,
1: do, do, you, want, do you want to have this? And like, my parents are like, we gotta get one of these too. And then, you know. like, next thing you know, you're tr- starting a pyramid scheme.
0: <laughs>
1: Fifteen days later, Google's like, we've noticed fraudulent activity. We've deducted the earnings. And I log in,
2: and I'm like, what the. F-? all my income's gone. So I email, email Philip and
1: he's and like, he's, Oh and yeah.
2: He's, he's outside working on
1: his deck. So he doesn't care. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Dude, I emailed Philip and good God, that guy, like he was like, I don't know, man. So it must be your fault. Are you clicking on your own ads? I was like, Oh my, you know, I could, I, I could actually look up the emails and read them back and forth. And yes, I still am bitter about it. So I'll probably have to hire a <laughs> spiritual healer to do some forgiveness. But I'm know, like
0: picturing like this dartboard with Philip's face on it and a printout of every one of these emails on the wall. What, Dane,
1: what Dane hasn't told us is Philip is actually tied up in his parents' basement now. <laughs> you like that click, Philip? Here's another click. <laughs> no,
2: you know, in all sincerity, I wouldn't be able to throw a dart at his face because I do think I forgive him. It's just pretty fun to kind of be dramatic. And there are probably aspects that still haven't. But in, 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 in context of being na- I'm naive enough to be successful you know, I just always thought everything would be easy. And so so I just, oh yeah, 12 grand, it makes sense to me. Let's do it. And then it's like, oh, let me just go ahead and start a a software business. How hard can it be? Well, i tell you what, it's a little harder than you think, but guess what? You still do get very rich. And, And so I just, I always was naive enough to think like, if I actually knew what was required the day I started, I may have never done it.
1: Well, I think that's a, I think that's a really interesting point. And you're not the first mm-hmm. entrepreneur that I've heard say that. I think there's this whole feeling of optimism when you oh, get yeah. into, right? Like there's it, the saying ignorance is bliss, I think applies very, very accurately true. to being an entrepreneur.
0: It's yeah. so true. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, Dean, that- I think you,
1: Dean, you and I have talked about this before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. In fact, I was, a, my wife and I only had this conversation the other evening Uh, she said with her business, she was like, it it always just seems like something slaps you back when things are going good. Like I didn't know it'd be this hard. And I was like, Oh, you're just getting started. You haven't seen anything yet. (laughs)
1: Let me introduce you to Philip Shinnon. (laughs) So many people are going to Google that guy,
2: dude. I did. I got, listen, I got really good at computers because all I wanted to play was Warcraft two when I was like 15, you know? So I learned how to write modem scripts to connect phone calls and I remember my first multiplayer game of Warcraft 2. And like I got so good at computers, just a game. You wouldn't believe how good I got at doing internet research after I got burned for twelve grand. Yeah, I was doing no, all no. this I was doing all this name server research and I felt I, you know, name server and I found eighty three freaking domains that he's doing the same thing with. I mean, wow. it was I, I got
1: I got nuts good at it. Well, so, now, I know, now I know who to talk to if I need some background research done. Right. Speaking oh. of background research, I've never actually investigated Dean. I don't even know <laughs> if I should be doing this show with
2: him. You could, you could go to whois.sc and type in his domain and look at his name servers and see everything else he's doing. All
1: right. <laughs> yes. I'll but make so sure
2: like, we do. So, but after the 12-gram burn, so what happened is I was like, dude, screw this. I ain't going to try to buy a button. I'm done buying buttons. I'm gonna add real value to real people that I can call friends that I can sit across the table from and ask them for money and they'll be happy to pay me every single month. And some part, like in re, between reading Perry Marshall and reading these different guys, I, I landed on, listen, I wanna to build tools instead of provide services. I wanna sell software instead of being a consultant. And I want, um, will only spend my time at things that produce passive or equity-based income. I will do no active income activities of any kind whatsoever. And I was so clear on that, that it was this, this, this central thing in like my, my center of my chest. And I literally wouldn't touch anything if it was exchanging time for money unless I was learning something and it had nothing to do with the money. And so 95% of my time was spent building passive income-based assets. And those assets were software as a service products and I got to tell you, dude, like, it's really interesting. I got into software at 22 and it's now, it took me 36 years old to realize that software as a service is for me, like one of the great loves of my life. Mm. I I love it so much. And I built SaaS and I became free with SaaS. And then I went off and I started teaching people and I've got like, you know, some 15 millionaires or whatever were students of mine now at this point, you know, a lot of them are the top of their field. And I, I'm, I'm good at teaching from a results perspective. I'm also bad at teaching for other people, probably, you know, not for everyone. And, and so I started teaching cause I thought that would be cool. And now that I'm like, dude, I, I just feel peaceful
1: when I'm working on a SAS. That's you know, your yeah. jam. There's That's no your survival, jam. I think, I think, man. No I think survival what, emotions, man. what, uh, what I think is really cool though, is you got laser focused on your criteria. Mm, yeah. Right. And, and I think that when people are, you know, trying to start something, especially they try and do like all these different things at the same time, hoping that one of those things will work instead of ruthlessly focusing on the thing that they really want to do. Clarity, dis- clarity crushes neediness.
2: That's a and great it, quote. And thanks. Yeah. And it also, it also crushes distractability. Clarity, clarity, I think I even wrote it. Clarity cuts like a laser. Yeah, absolutely. And and like, it's, 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 it's all, and it's, it's yours to find for yourself. Like you don't, you don't, you don't find that listening to me and you don't, you may, You, you don't find that reading in a book. You find that sitting down with a journal and a 45 minute timer asking difficult questions.
1: That's where you find your clarity. Okay, so let's let's help people with this. So, what are some of those difficult questions? So, so all, you got all credit.
2: You, so, all credit goes to Keith Cunningham. His book's called "The Road Less Stupid."
1: Dude, Keith was Keith was my first business mentor. Oh, I'm so he's good. amazing guy. <laughs>
0: Gosh, you, so two have, uh, you two have got this thing going on, haven't you? From before, it's like a, a, a matching of books, and it's just going to continue. <laughs> Well, you so can, you, jump, can, you can, can jump, you can in jump in at in any time, time Dean. Nice, kind of nice to listen to. <laughs> yeah,
2: Dean's, Dean's, Dean's a smart one here listening. What okay. what's, uh, have you done? Do you have, do you do thinking time, James? Yes. Ah, oh, fuck. I love
1: it so much. A hundred percent.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so what, what was the, it. what was the quote you were going to say? Oh, uh, well, I just, I don't think I had a quote.
1: Oh, I thought there was a quote. That was super anticlimactic now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got any quotes, man. Clarity cuts like a laser. That's all I got. Okay. All right. End show. All right. So so here's here's what I want to ask you though. For, you know, the world has been turned upside down recently for a lot of different people. And I, I read something uh, the okay, other hold day. On.
2: Hold on. Just one second. So for the journaling process, if that wasn't
1: clear, guys, just read The Road Less Stupid.
2: That book, get that. That's going to show you journal. That'll show you your clarity. Just in case we forget
1: that. It is. It is an absolutely amazing book by a tremendous thinker. <sighs> He's honest. He's an honest yes, entrepreneur. He calls himself
2: stupid and dumb in a book. And finally I feel permission to be dumb. You know, we
1: all are, we all can be right. We're, we're like, yeah. nobody's smart all of the time. He's like, I've lost, lost 10 million.
2: Yeah. He's like, I've lost $10 million or more on dumb tax.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, <laughs> thank
0: God.
1: <laughs>
2: <Dumb> <laughs>
0: tax. I like that. It's a, a phenomenal
2: book. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's honest. He's fucking honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's so uh, rare. He's a great guy. Okay, so so here's, here's so more,
2: COVID, right? COVID, times, all, all COVID that, right? time, all that, right? And
1: and forget about that. It's okay. there's always going to be turbulence, and there's always going to be changes. Just that now there's you know there's a concentrated period of time, right, where there's a lot of people experiencing more turbulence than normal. In I'm those, ready to, moments, I'm ready to
2: answer your question if you are ready to hear. But you, can I'm ready
1: me. to ask you. So you okay. got to let me ask you first. You need okay, to calm go down. For it. Okay. <laughs> so, in, in these periods of time, there's going to be people who do get wiped out. There are going to be people who need to pivot. There's going to be people who are, you know, f- having to find their new way. And that's one of the reasons I was excited to have you on the show and talk mm-hmm. about the concept of starting from zero. Yeah. So, starting from zero, what is the first thing that somebody needs to be thinking about? Right.
2: And apologies for the interruption, my friend, for this. So, okay.
1: You're forgive. You're forgive. If you could forgive Philip Shannon, I can forgive you for that.
2: <laughs> All right. So the stuff that I do is very basic, but that doesn't make it easy. And it does make you very rich, like stupid rich compared to what you could, like you can make money so fast and make your head spin when you do this stuff. Right. And I think part of it, everybody knows that, but to get there, you've got to crush so much of your internal arrogance And so first premise, so the book in itself start from zero is broken down into seven learning adventures. And in the first learning adventure is the three little rocks. So before you go on your next six adventures, you put these three rocks in your pocket and you carry them with you everywhere you go to guard your heart and to guard you from some of the thoughts in your mind that could, you know, you're you're one bad thought away from ruining your life, literally. So... Those three rocks are, the first one is, did I build any equity today? That answer better be yes. Mm. The, next, the next question is, or sorry, the next one is the cardinal rule, which is of successful entrepreneurship, which is we don't get to decide what works. And then the third mm. is um, how to handle uh, jealousy of other business owners. And so when you have those three in place, you know, if you're ever jealous of anybody you can usually rapidly accelerate that into a reflective process of where you're not happy with yourself. Right. You know, but, but there, the, and, and so like, if you, it, and, and I've been jealous many times in my life. So like, you know, if, like, you know, there've been times I'm like jealous of like, Oh, I want to get on Tim Ferriss's podcast. And oh, I just want, and there's like, you know, actually I don't really care that much. It'd be cool. But like, Oh, I, you know, I think I just want his approval. That's all it really is
1: about. Oh, okay. I'm going to go back to building my businesses now. But and, like, then you was know, je- and then he was jealous of like, Oh man, I really want to be on just the tips.
0: <laughs> yeah and that it had one happened. had to
1: happen it and did it and, he, and and you couldn't let that one go i get it it's all good
0: yeah yep. dude we My get honey gets like, better after this
2: <laughs> yeah baby well i mean we we really do we we it can freak you out that we literally get exactly what we want we get exactly what we want and like there that's what i've seen i've seen it over and over again for myself and i mean exceptions to the rule right But exceptions aside, if you look at, like, how badly you wanted to get good grades and go to college and get a good job, and then you did it, if that's what you did, or how badly you wanted to get married or meet that woman, and then you did it. Mm. And then, like, you know, you're in this, like, if, if if you happen to be in this sort of, like, no man's land of, like, not having a successful business, you'll search your heart, you'll realize you don't want it. And the right. second that you actually want it, you'll have it. The universe is very kind for the most part from what I've seen. I mean, you know, ex- accidents, great, grave, dangerous accidents happen. I mean, nobody wants COVID, right? But like, lis- listen to what I'm trying to say in, in a different context, especially in like the, the things that we really want. Like, it's very interesting. I was driving down the interstate and I drove past the BMW X6 and I remember thinking as I drove, by, I was like, God, I want that car. Mm. And I felt as I said it, it just, boom, it like went from my chest and shot out. I could feel it shooting out. So it's very congruent desire. It was a very congruent, there was no guilt or shame. I wanted that X6 without conflict, without guilt, without shame. And that congruence landed a BMW dealer texting my phone like the next day that hadn't contacted me in like a year and a half. I do not even know how they had my number. and now i've got a next six in my driveway but you know like if you were very congruent on your business like i really really want a business you'll that's really important so you're clear on that 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 stuff helps with the jealous stuff because when you're jealous people are usually just doing something that you're too scared to do for yourself or and those things are hard to face so that but business books aren't talking about how to deal with jealousy so i wanted to put it in there
1: no, that's a re- that's a really interesting point because I do feel like a lot of people compare their yeah. results instead of staying focused on swim. I call it swimming in your own lane, right? Yeah, compete with self. Yeah, that's it. That's the only game. And, and I, I remember I, I used to experience jealousy much earlier in my career until I just started focusing on what I wanted and what I could do. Amazing. And then, right. and then it was like, man, I, I don't really feel that anymore. It's pretty wild, actually. Yes, that's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it worked for me. So I like so so getting back to getting back to this framework. I like this concept of the seven adventures. I think that's really cool. What What are some of the other adventures that you want to highlight right now that you well, think give, would would help people?
2: Yeah, I want to give the framework for them to do something with. Yeah, but the the framework without the shoes on, you'll probably get your feet cut on the ground. So that, that, that framework is, listen, you need to, you need to answer yes. Did I build equity today? You want to say yes to that every single day. And if you do that every single day for 10 years, you'll be very, very rich. If you don't do that every day for 10 years, you'll have nothing to show for your 10 years of work. And so once you have that, it's great. Now the next is, okay, great. How do you build equity, Dane? You build equity by solving someone's problem. You also build equity by not, not, not being an expert. Please, God, do not be an expert. Be a freaking entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs don't have to be experts. Entrepreneurs hire experts. Mm. And, and so and you can do that when you know how to sell. And so without, without question, every single person that comes to me so far in my life that has struggled, they're technically gifted at something they can't sell. And if you can't sell, you'll forever be dependent on, you'll be needy and dependent on someone else for your income for the rest of your life.
1: You'll be dependent on those people who can sell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: true.
2: <laughs> and so like, dude, take like 90 days and learn sales. I think, you know, Albert Einstein, they rumored that he wasn't the smartest scientist, but damn, he was one of the great selling ones. So yeah. listen, like not like sales is, is really important, you know, and like you got to recognize that hundreds of years of sales conditioning 80% of that material based on the research I did is manipulative in nature. So we've got, we've got conditioning, you know, most people don't like sales. It's not your fault. It's like literally conditioned passing down from one organism to the next that sales is manipulative through training. So you've got to fight conditioning and rewire conditioning around selling, being manipulative because it has been in nature. Most of the materials has been about how to manipulate a prospect into buying things. Now there are good stuff. 20% or so I thought was, saw so was good. Now with these things in place, Now, you know, you need to find a problem and now guess what? You don't have to solve the problem you find because you hire an expert. So this is the kind of like the primary beef I had. You know, I think Russell Brunson's wicked intelligent and I have a fundamental disagreement with his book, Expert Secrets, but I think he's also really smart for releasing it because that's what people are just like, walk on, but gotta be an expert, gotta be an expert, gotta be an expert, sell your expertise, sell your expertise. And it's like, oh my God, glorified employees thinking they're entrepreneurs. You know, like you don't have a business if hmm. if you're the expert, unless you happen to know sales, systems, and outsourcing, which have nothing to do with being an expert on a topic. So let's say you have like, let's say, so the, the, the way you start a business is looking at a framework. Frameworks will help you do this. So now you got the next six learning adventures. To sum up those six learning adventures, they all come down to one basic framework. I call it the holy grail of business because it serves me so well when I get scared.
0: With, scared. A name
1: like, with a name like this, it better be good.
2: I'm it's just sim- saying. <laughs> yeah, I hope you think so. It is to me, and the simplicity could be lost on people, but man, you it, it can build a billion dollar company. And I'll give you examples. It's a clear customer wants a clear result, so we use a clear mechanism. Mm, I'm good with that. Yeah, Yeah. So if you look at businesses that are struggling, they don't have those things clear. And if you look at most businesses that are successful, pretty clear on those three things. So now, if you look at Weight Watchers, women in their 40s, plus or minus 10 years, they want to lose 10 pounds in a week, so they use a point counting system. Now, in under 10 seconds, I articulated a billion-dollar brand. If you look at Dave Ramsey, it's you know couples, families, and debt result debt-free mechanism debt snowball. He's one of the top mm-hmm. guys in the financial space. If you go to weightwashers.com and you go to Dave most of the time you will see a picture of their clear customer at the top of the page, holding a sign, speaking to the clear result they had. I have um, seen cold showers for a long time and you couldn't get me in a cold shower to save my life. No way am I getting in a cold shower. <laughs> then I start watching and seeing the results that people have. Yeah. I take cold showers every morning.
0: <laughs> right.
2: The results of cold showers are ridiculous. Like save people's lives. Lower your heart rate 20 to 30 beats per minute. Like it's amazing. So anyway, the results is what motivated me to do cold showers. What pe- most business owners are trying to do is they're trying to talk about their cold shower. There's th- so they, they suffer from mechanism first thinking.
1: Right. Mechanism right. first
2: thinking. So mechanism-first thinking is also expertise-based thinking, which is, you know, part of the fundamental disagreement I do have with expert secrets, but I still think it's very smart to sell. But you also notice Russell's not really, Russell's hiring his experts over at ClickFunnels to build his software. He also does happen to be an expert at funnels, but he's no no stranger to hiring experts, partnering with experts and selling experts. So, I mean, you could give expert secrets to someone who knows a niche topic, let them get good at that, but then you publish and sell an expert. But we all know that the guys that have the, the real freedom are the folks that know how to sell and outsource. Yeah. And, and so let's look at like, um, a, 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 I love this example because it's so random. If you follow me around the podcast circuit, you hear me talk about it all the time, hopefully listen to this as the, like it was the first time because I just love it so much. The clear customer was someone that owns a parrot. The clear result is they want their parrot to stop biting them. It's really painful. So the clear mechanism is a parrot behavior training program so you call up a parrot store and you ask if they got a parrot trainer and you ask if they can solve these behavioral issues. They say, yes. You say, would you like to create a a course with your iPhone and get 20% of the profit and do nothing but teach for like a day? Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Now you got a business and you're like at one day in now. If, if the, um, the way that you shift business from risky to safe, by the way, I think being an employee used to be very safe. You'd have lifelong pensions you could trust to be taken care of. But today, in today's climate, and even the last, even 10 years before that, every time I thought about being an employee, I would get filled with terror because I felt so vulnerable as yeah. an employee because I only had one
1: stream of income, one source of income. I know that's exactly wow. how I felt too. And I, I remember as a kid, I saw my dad lose his job and I was like, how is, how is this safe or secure? they just somebody else made a decision and now we're like now we're screwed yeah amen it's yeah. uh you can be
2: brainwashed to believe bs now that doesn't mean like if you're very happy as an employee you can still diversify your income through real estate investments you you can get multiple like if you're happy as an employee more power to you there's you're not worthier as an entrepreneur than you are as an employee, even though the world likes to say, Oh, entrepreneurs are going to change the world. No, it's crap. No, 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 no. Like fine. If they do fine. If they don't, you know, mm-hmm. no, it's the, it's the entrepreneurs employees that are going to help them change the world. All right. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's no less worth as you do. It makes you do, you do, it makes you happy. So, but the new context, um, for starting a business, I don't know if it's really new. I think the Sears brothers were probably even doing this, but the way I articulate it You know, the guys who started Sears, the Sears Magazine, Sears Direct Mail, all that. But the context is people first, problem second, sales third, outsource product creation fourth, get a result with that first customer fifth, scale sixth. That context will allow you to safely start lucrative businesses over and over and over again. And you'll do it without having to come up with ideas on your own. You'll do it without having to be an expert. You'll do it in a really relaxed way that is led with a blank mind that enters into business as a blank mind with listening as the foundation, Mm. deep, deep, like deep listening.
1: Hmm.
2: Like, like my, my uh, old friend of mine, Clay Collins, who started lead pages, he, you know, he was doing information products and then he was giving away landing page templates. And then his blog, his, his audience was like, how do you FTP these templates? How do you da da da? And he's like, "I'm giving you free HTML templates. What more do you want?" <laughs> oh, oh, you you do want a button? So he finally listened and made lead pages, and he finally sold lead pages three or four years later. I don't know what multiple they got, but they were at 18 million a year when they sold. He made a pretty penny selling that because he listened, people. Right. Were, and they weren't, let's see, the thing is he was, he was, he wasn't listening to what they were asking for. He was just list like, like the, he was, they weren't like, can you make me landing page software? They're like, dude, how do you do this HTML, FTP? Hmm. Like how, well, that, I'm talking about that time about yeah, that kind of problem. I'm talking about listening. And then you take like one of my top students, the guy who um, created quickmail.io, an outbound email service. He's over, he's north of 80 grand a month or more now, um, probably more. He's growing, you know, he's always growing that thing. And he built himself a little script to do email outbound, to talk to clients, to try to find an idea to build by talking to financial planners, asking, you know, people first, financial planner, problem second, what are your problems? Sell it to them third. If, is this problem painful enough? Would you pay for it? Yes, definitely. I don't want this problem anymore. And then you outsource the creation to an expert and you get a result. It's, it's a really fun way to build a business. So anyway, he's doing that process, the process I teach. And so he builds his own script and some of my other students found out about it and they're like, can I get that script, please? <laughs> and he's like, no, quit bothering me. I'm trying to find a problem with financial planners. And, <laughs> and then he listened. So it's like right, right right, in front of you. I love the, I like the voices. <laughs>
1: right. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's it a new
0: dimension to the to the. To the yeah, I, don't, I don't even realize I'm doing it. No, you
1: I like, I want, I, we didn't really get to hear Philip Shinnon's voice, which I think is a shame, <laughs> but we have heard other people. So we're, we're kind of running out of time here, unfortunately. But is what I'm saying making sense so far? Well, what, what you're saying, I think, is it, it's interesting and it's provocative. And I think it's a different lens to seeing this entire mm. business growth problem. What do, you, yeah. what do you think about that, Dean?
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I was, I was going to say exactly the same. I, I was going to sort of say, like, for me, it's giving a, a, a real new thing for people, a new perspective, a new way for people to start thinking about things. I, I, do think, I do think people get really trapped in that beginning part, don't they? They don't really know what they don't know, and they don't know what to do. So I think this has given a great, like, thought-provoking approach for people to, let's to check, look
2: at. Let's check it out, Dean. Check this out, ready? Website first. Expertise Second. Create my own product that I'm passionate about third. Perform random acts of marketing to see if I can get someone to buy it. Give up and call business risky.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's, and, the, uh, that's the other book, Stay at Zero. Sub-Zero. <laughs> 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 so Stay at Zero. I mean, people would read it and be like, I do
2: all this stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, but now here's the thing. The other context, while it's very safe, it's also very vulnerable because you're going to reach out to someone and ask them what their problems are. And for most of us, like we have these unconscious identities and unconscious scripts, which is one of the biggest things I help people with. And a lot of folks are carrying, myself included, we have a, an inner identity, which is a character of who we think we are as a person. We got all, bu- all kinds of them. And, and they all really come down usually to one primary one. It's what I found anyway. Um, so, you know, a lot of us were walking around thinking that we are not worthy of helping another person. Right. So if we don't think we're worthy of helping another person, asking about their problems can be real damn difficult. Now, if, if you can hold your breath and trust that there's a process that you can use that will help facilitate you serving them, then you can do it. And we have a five-question process that you can find a person talk to them, just talk, talk to your boyfriend and girlfriend, husband, wife, talk to your children are great at doing this. Um, and ask them the five question process, you know, that goes through asking them what their problems are. And then they, then you ask them what their dream solution would be to their own problem. And then they come up with the idea for you right in front of your eyes. And you're like, Holy fuck. Um, like I, I, that's when I like, I have these like light bulbs and I'm like, Oh my God, I want people to have this feeling that I have because there's, there's like, there doesn't need to be any struggle at all in business. There doesn't need to be any. And your struggle can end in a moment. And that moment is when you decide to start deeply listening. Then your struggle just ends right there. But until that point, and the way that you look is you actually start then seeing, we have to look, where are we being Arrogant. And where we like it's un unco- it's unconscious arrogance too. It's like we don't even know we're doing it. We're just like someone asks for something, and we're like, i can gonna do that. Um, yeah. And I, I've I've got you know my my vocal coach what I when I use when I was doing my singing stuff, he had a YouTube following. He went from zero to three thousand in three years. Not much. In that three years, his following kept asking him for something, and he kept. Air, unconscious, arrogantly conscious or unconscious, turning his nose at it. They asked him to do voice reactions where he would watch someone sing and then pause it and talk about what they're doing. Right. And he's like, "I'm okay, gonna that's stupid. I'm gonna do that." After three years, he finally did it, and when he did it, it was so successful that his following grew from three thousand to thirty thousand in ninety days. Mm. Wow, right. like like those good old headlines you see on the internet, those magic from ninety days. But he did it by listening, and to do that, it requires some vulnerability. and And it, it is a great. While it is much safer emotionally, I think it's quite daunting for people, which is why we have community of folks practicing it together, so they can start living the new living this new context. To so imagine if you just you get the five-question process. It's, questions are very simple. It's what's your most present problem? How are you trying to solve that one right now? What happens if you don't solve it? If you could wave a magic wand, how would you solve it? And would you pay for it? If so, how much? And those five questions are ridiculous. And like you find the coolest things. And I have a, a, a free excerpt that has the five questions that shows me asking it to my pregnant girlfriend. And it's incredible um, what, what idea she gave me. She wanted to, to cure her nausea with a little droplet, you know, for 50 bucks. Oh, she wanted a droplet to cure her pregnancy nausea for 50 bucks. It's like, that sounds like a dope result. So I go look up acupuncturists, I look up naturopathic doctors to try to start creating a potion or a tincture, and I'm in business. And I only have one customer. People first, problem second, sales third, outsource creation fourth, get a result with that first person fifth, and then scale to the sixth. And then you start wondering if you had entrepreneurship in your heart, Then you start wondering why you ever wanted to be an employee in the first place, if you have entrepreneurship in your heart. And if you have a business that you want to reboot or a business that you're not happy with, just go to the people you're serving and ask the five questions and listen to them and then realize that you can hire experts. And that stuff is not emotionally easy to do, but you get very, very rich. And by the way, my passion is software as a service with this because it's... I just, it's, it's, it's the same process, even in software, clear customer, clear result, outsource mechanism, clear customer for my biggest SaaS business. And it was, it was amazing, man. I got a, just yesterday, I got an eight figure offer on that business. I said, no. Nice. Like, would you, would you accept blank blank? And I said, no. He's like, would you accept blank blank? And I said, yeah, probably. (laughs) <laughs> but no. But, but no. all right um, you had me at two blanks yes <laughs> <laughs> yes I, I would and i, I was like no, nope, no thanks and for a business to do that to business to get to that level it's a 10 year old business it's not just something i did overnight it's a solid stable software as a service business based on a clear customer that wanted a very clear result and i outsourced the mechanism to developers and not just any developers i found the top guys i could find And I did that. Do you know how hard it is to hire top developers? It's difficult, but you know how easy it is if you know how to sell? If you know how to sell, you can hire top developers. And how do you sell? You sell by listening. So if you want to, yeah, so finally, just wrapping this up. um, If you uh, talk to a developer, you ask them what their dream projects are and what their top frustrations are. And they say not getting paid on time, unclear expectations, their code doesn't see the light of day. And so you get those frustrations and dreams and you start using those to sell other developers. That's how sales works. Anyway, um, I'll stop there.
1: No, that's, that's amazing. I think, um, I think one of the things that I really appreciate about what you're saying is first you got to listen. You brought up Russell a couple of times. He had a book that he published where he had 30 people write a plan. What would you do if you lost everything you had to start over in 30 days? I wrote the last chapter in that book and one of the very first things i talked about was you got to go out and you got to talk to people and not assume that you know what people want because yeah. you like you you don't buy your own ideas other people buy your ideas and and so i just i just really resonate with this this philosophy and i think the framework is is really awesome so start from zero it's your new book where can people go find it if they want to get a copy of it
2: Start from zero.com forward slash five F I V E pick up an excerpt. If you like the excerpt, buy the book. If you don't, don't get it.
1: <laughs> Pretty simple. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. Dean, any, uh, any parting shots before we wrap up?
0: Yeah, no, I just echo, uh, everything we just said. It's been, uh, it's been awesome. Unpacking all of this. I, I really appreciate it, Dane. So thank you. Yeah. I look forward to staying connected to you too.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. So thank you. Uh, thanks so much, Dane, for being on the show. Thank you to our listeners. We appreciate you guys being here with us. Make sure you tell your friends and family about us. Leave us an amazing review. Shout out to our listeners in Xin China. We appreciate you guys dialing in. And this is James P. Friel signing off for me and my co-host, Mr. Dean Holland. We will talk with you guys next time. Later, everybody. All right. What's up, you guys? We've got a special announcement for you with Just a Tip Show going live. (laughs) Dean, you want to tell people what's going on?
0: Yes, we're just about to begin something that we've been really excited about for some time but have kept really secretive about. We are taking Just The Tips and incorporating a live weekly show. What? Live weekly show?
1: Yes, that's (laughs) right, you guys. You heard it correctly. Just The Tips is going live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. You guys can call in, you can deal with us and our BS and probably get some in return we can't wait to go live with you guys. To visit us and join us on the live show, go to justatipshow.com and we will talk with you guys there. Thanks for tuning in to Just The Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit Justatipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day visit me for free training and resources at jamesbeefreal.com our theme music is happy happy game show by kevin mcleod licensed under creative commons by attribution 3.0 license